This podcast is proudly supported by Baseballism, an all baseball related apparel and cloning company for baseball people. Check them out at baseballism.com. It's America's brand. Welcome to the ANA Sports Podcast, Sports Talk, with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashley. And Kevin! Oh, yeah, and Kevin Rowe. All right, welcome back. Episode 103. I am Anthony Cortez alongside Alex Ashley. What is going on everybody welcome back i'm mr kevin rowe hey hey happy father's day kevin yeah happy father's it. day kevo i love it appreciate it guys Hell happy yeah. father's day to everyone out or to all the dads out there it'll be later we're recording this on a monday night as usual so father's day was yesterday we hope you yes. all had a good one despite the current situation of our society um episode 103 welcome back uh favorite sports podcast of the fan by the fan for the fan it's been a while since I said that, and I just like saying it. <laughs> uh, so this week, what we're gonna do? We're gonna stay with the NFL. We're gonna we figured why as well, regardless if there's a season or not, we like doing the NFL schedule. So that's what we're gonna keep doing. And then um, we figured a couple questions. We're we're gonna ask, uh, answer a couple questions today of our own that uh, we find we find intriguing, and we figured it'd be fun to talk about them. A little so. something new that we're going to do, like question of the week. Yeah. Question of the week. So, I yeah. feel like a big thing is a lot of the questions that we'll come up with will probably be questions that other people, like, talk about or think about. Yeah. So this should be fun. Yep. All right, but let's start it off. NFL Week 8, starting it off Thursday Night Football, if there is a season. But, again, Atlanta Falcons visiting the Carolina Panthers. Alex, who do you got? Let's go, Dirty Birds. I got the Falcons on that one. Kevin? I got the Panthers. Same. I think I have to go Panthers at home. Not because it's your team, but I think the defense is getting better in Carolina. And I think, yeah, I don't like, they have all their first rounds in, in, uh, first rounders in their offense in Atlanta. But just because they were all first rounders and all in the same place kind of speaks to maybe they weren't that great. I would say probably the same thing about the Carolina defense. You're looking at probably three guys who are going to have maybe at this point six, seven games of NFL speed under their belt. Mm -hmm. Uh, And with an offense that can put up points and put up points quite a bit. I mean, you're looking at like 29 points a season, 28 points. Like they put up points and their defense is also getting better. A lot of people kind of sleep on the Falcons defense because it's not what they're known for. But they are getting better, especially in the secondary uh, their biggest problem is their front line. They signed a better front line to put some pressure on the quarterback. And again, you got to look at the running duo of of Gurley and then whoever else. And I know Gurley's had some questions, but I think at in Georgia at home, much more confident, much more able, um, and with some time off to kind of rest his both physical and mental wounds. Uh, I think the Falcons are going to be looking good. Plus, their second half, second half team and i think at this point they'll catch fire are they a second half team Mm -hmm. i got one thing that's gonna defunct all your uh defensive stats there christian mccaffrey oh i know and they did so good last year too with christian mccaffrey Mm -hmm. all season right (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh my goodness anyway moving on sunday games new england at buffalo i'm gonna go buffalo at home buffalo yeah i got buffalo also kev Buffalo. Fuck, that Bills Mafia is going to go nuts too. Yeah. Second Sunday game of that of that week is uh, the Titans at the Bengals. Titans at Bengals. I'm going to go with the Bengals in this one. I'm going to go a little bit of an upset. 
I say Joe Burrow gets the dub in this one. Yeah, I like that too. I think Joe Mixoning. Kev? I'm with you guys. Bengals. All right. Las Vegas Raiders visit the Cleveland Browns. Ooh. That's an interesting one. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Raiders on this one. Same. Mm -hmm. Me too. I'm going to go Raiders. I don't know why, but I feel Raiders. (laughs) The Raiders. Thanks, Kev. The team formerly known as the Black Hole. Indianapolis Colts at the Detroit Lions. I'm going to go with the Colts on this one in a in a cl- probably a close game. Really close? Yeah. I okay. say Colts, but not close. I agree with Anthony on this one. Colts and maybe not blowout, but double digit. Yeah. Uh, next up, Minnesota visits Green Bay. I'm going to go with Green Bay at home. Same. I will, too. I don't like that, but we're agreeing on a lot so far. That's and that's going to be a good game. I like, would agree. Going into this game record, I had them both at four and two. So this is a battle for first place in my book, and I, it, yeah, it's going to be a good game. I think Minnesota is the better team overall, but it's uh, hard I, to I, yeah, I think Lambeau yeah. is going to play a factor here. I think so too. Okay, the Jets, J E T S, Jets visit the Chiefs. Can we just move on? Or? Yeah, we can move on. Los Angeles Rams, not the Chargers, visit the Miami Dolphins. This will be to his second game as a starter, according to your book, or according I think to so. according to sources. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with the Dolphins in this one. The Rams aren't a great travel across the country team, and I just, I'm still nervous about the Rams' offensive line. Um, and I'm kind of curious as to what they're going to do with the run game. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Dolphins in this one because, again, I think with Tua, second game, a lot to prove. And guys are going to play for a quarterback they like. And I'm not saying that they don't like Fitzmagic, but I think they kind of know it's not a permanent situation. And I think they'll feel a little more empowered by Tua knowing that that could be their guy. You know. So Dolphins in what probably would be considered an upset? Yeah. yeah. I actually agree with you on this one. I hate the Rams this year. You hate the Rams every year. No, not every year. He lies. But I was actually right about them last year. <laughs> so, uh, but no, I have them both coming into this game at two and five. Yeah, it's not going to be a good. No, it's not. Yeah, I got the Dolphins win this one. Close game, but I have them win. Yeah. I'll agree. I'll agree just to agree. Miami. <laughs> the Jags at Los Angeles Chargers. Can we move on? Or? I don't. Uh, I just. I. You know what my biggest question about them is? If they give Gardner Minshew the green light, what is he going to be able to create with that offense? Because you look at what he was able to do with no time to prep, a fucking depleted offense, and he still won games. And a bit of them too. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm really curious. I have maybe some Gardner Minshew fever, whatever you want to call it, but You're on the Minshew wagon? I am on the Minshew wagon. So you're picking Jacksonville in this game. I am gonna pick Jacksonville in this game. I mean the the Chargers did lose Phillip Rivers. And they replaced him with a winning quarterback. I was about to say, <laughs> your winning quarterback. Yeah. He's going to lose to the worst team in the league? It happens, man. It does happen. It does happen. Cowboys lost to the Jets last year. Yeah. 
Case in point. Jets weren't the worst team in the league, but yeah. They're pretty fucking close. Well, I mean, they're, mm. they're there. Yeah, they're... Yeah. they're yeah. <laughs> no, I got the Chargers winning. I'm going to give an upset on that one. I'm going to say Jags, too. Yeah! I'm going to say Jags. Jags on the road. Jags on the road. Jags Fuck on, it. Hey, okay. They don't even have a home in the first place. Man, they play in True. London half True. the time. There's no road. They're all road games. You Shit know happens, Kev. Yeah. Shit does happen. Uh, New Orleans Saints visit the Chicago Bears. The Bears. Saints. Yeah, I actually, I got a different prediction for the Jags and Chargers games since Florida's all fucked up with the uh, COVID. Yeah, the Jags are going to forfeit because they're go- all going to have COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. I hope not, but oh, damn. I, yeah, I hope not, but that's my prediction. Yeah. Did you give your pick? Chargers? Yeah, Chargers. Yeah, he went Chargers. Okay. okay. Uh, Saints, at, Saints at Bears. We can move on, or? Oh, yeah, I'm Saints. Saints? Yeah. Saints. Cool. 49ers visit the Seattle Seahawks. That's a great game right there. 49ers visit the Seahawks? Yes. I'm going to go Seahawks on that one. Yeah, same. I feel like at home it's tough. Exactly. Exactly. And maybe it's by a field goal. Maybe they win by two points. But I think Russell Wilson pulls his fucking magic and just somehow keeps them in the game and makes one big play at the end of it to put them in position to win. Yep. And again, healthy running back core. They'll have everybody back. Yeah. Like supposedly, we're eight games in the it's season. It's unfair, but yeah. yeah. Kevin. Yeah, Seahawks. Seahawks. Your Dallas Cowboys visit the Eagles for Sunday Night Football. Eagles. Don't hate me, but Eagles. <laughs> I I do. I don't like it. I think that the Cowboys beat the Eagles at home, but I think on the road. I gotta go with the Eagles. I can't hate you. I'm picking the Eagles too. <laughs> really? <laughs> I am. Did you hear the hurt in his voice? Really? <laughs> I, I agree 100%. I think they're going to split the season oh, and I shit. think it's going to be a home and home. This yeah. is going to be one of the four, the four that they lose? This is their first game that they lose in my book right now. <laughs> okay. Sorry. And yes, I think it will be one of the four that they lose throughout the entire season. Kevin, have faith, man. I'm going to go you Cowboys. Not okay. faith, dude. Don't lose that faith. I'm not losing you know. faith. They're going to win the division. <laughs> sure. I need Kevin's drug dealer connect. Because <laughs> whatever he's on is dang. <laughs> Monday Night Football this week is Tampa Bay at the at the Giants. I go Tampa Bay on this one. Yeah, Sam. Sam going Giants. Giants. All right. I don't Giants. trust Joe Judge in the spotlight yet. We don't know what to expect from yeah, Joe Judge. Yeah, but you know so, what to expect from Bruce Arian. The ability to win. Yeah. He's at least given you a chance. And if I'm going the, with... What ability I, to win? What were they, 8-8? Eight and eight? <laughs> That's fucking still ability to win. And he won a Super Bowl, and then more as an assistant. Like, if he's there, like... Cool. Joe Judge won a Super Bowl as a wide receivers coach. There you yeah, go. He won a Super Bowl, too. not as a head coach. He won as Arians didn't win as a head coach. Are we sure? I am. Bruce Arians? Yeah. Head coach? I thought he won a Super Bowl at some no, point. No, he took Indianapolis quite a ways for a while, but he didn't get to the Super Bowl. Here, I'll check that out. Uh, Kevin, or Anthony, go on to the... I got it. You got it? I got it. Yeah. I, I just, I'm curious. Su- I thought he did. Nah, he didn't win a Super Bowl. Who do you have won it with? I don't know. Not Indianapolis, not Arizona, and not Tampa Bay. Not as a head coach. Because he was an assistant coach before he was head coach in Indianapolis. I feel like you're right on this, Kev. 
Bruce Arians, Marians. You have your winning quarterback losing to Jacksonville. Yeah, man, I'm, the Dolphins beat the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like, shit happens. You know what I mean? Nah. Yeah. But that took a miracle at home. Okay, well, The Miami miracle. Literally what it's called now. Dallas lost to the Eagles, and they had zero starting wide receivers. They signed all of their fucking practice squad guys. Like, shit happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit happens. It's weird, but it happens. Yeah. And I think Jacksonville... Could do, and plus, it's basically two teams that don't have a home stadium playing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's so shit happens. Yep. So I gotta go with the Jags on that one. I don't like it, but <laughs> I really don't. I'm seeing here. Arians won two Super Bowls during his NFL te- tenure as a head coach, and the highlight of his head coaching career came in 2013. Uh, when the Cardinals went 13-3 and and won the NFC West. But they didn't win the Super Bowl that year, or did they? No. No, they didn't. It's all good. No, we'll get figured somebody out get later. To, but somebody get to show a new fact checker. <laughs> or any fact checker. Or any fact checker. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's the next one, Anthony? Let's move oh, on. that's it. We're done. Tampa, that was all of them? Yeah, Tampa Bay, and, Tampa Bay and the Giants are Monday Night Football. And then for anyone keeping track... And again, if we even play a football season, Denver, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Washington, Baltimore, and Houston will have the bye week this week. Uh, before we get any further, <laughs> let's mention our friends over at Baseballism. And uh, Baseballism is an all-baseball-related apparel and clothing company for baseball people. If you're a baseball fan, you should be wearing Baseballism. It's America's brand, the official off-the-field brand for baseball. Visit them at Baseballism.com and use our code AA Sports Star Initials A-A-S-P-O-R-T-S for a 15, that's 1-5% discount off your first order. And if you're not ready to order just yet, make sure to go follow them on other socials. They're very active on Instagram and Twitter. With new releases pretty much every every week, if not every other week. Uh, there's free shipping on orders of $100 or more. So if you go shopping, if you feel like buying a lot, which is really easy to do with them, you can uh, get uh, free shipping on your order. Masks are available in three different styles right now. Uh, Field of Dreams collection is available right now. Stay-at-home shirts are still available. Babe Ruth collections as well. Uh, Father's Day is still available, I believe, as well. Uh, Father's Day passed, but, I mean, if you are uh, waiting on a paycheck, go get that. Um, new shirt and hoodie with built-in masks, sweats, caps, shorts, accessories, all available. All great, comfortable material and really fast shipping. Um, and then their J4, which is their July 4th that was about to begin, I believe, tomorrow. So when this episode is airing or when this episode is out, it'll it'll be happening until... I saw it earlier. I believe it's the 26th, uh, but don't quote me on that. But anyway, just keeping out for that J4 sale. There's going to be some uh, new releases on that, on that as well with uh, the J4 sale actually being like 40% off. So go check that out. Um, baseball is Mets America's brand, AA Sports. All so right, boys. he did not win a Super Bowl as a head coach. Two is an assistant coach, but he was named AP NFL Coach of the Year twice in 2012 and 2014. Overall NFL career is 66 43 and 1. Okay. So he did not win as a head coach. Gotcha. The only reason he won that first is cuz when he took over year, for the Colts, when he took over yeah. for Chuck Cabot, uh, Pagano who went out with leukemia. Yeah. And he went like uh, 9 and 3 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 9 and 3. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. All right, Alex, why don't you answer your burning question this week? <laughs> first, at the first at least. So 
Alex thought of the idea the, we, where we'd have questions of the week or a question of the week or maybe multiple questions of the week if we thought of more. And this week we did think of more than one. So uh, to start us off here, because we're going to stay in football mode, we're going to go round table here, naming all of our collective teams, and then we're going to collectively decide as a one uh, team. Who is the most overrated team in the NFL, I guess, coming into 2020? Yeah. So. I guess, yeah. So. Yeah, it's hard to be all time, at least in 2020, though. Because, um, I mean, it, it happens every year. We look forward to the NFL season. We hype up teams from what they did last season or who they got in the draft or acquisitions and free agency. And, you know, everybody essentially starts to suckle at the teat of some team that inevitably doesn't do as well as maybe they should have. And a lot of times, you know, you get teams who you can tell are going to be good. Yeah. You know they're going to do well. You know, for for one reason or another, they're going to be fine. You know, you look at San Francisco this year, we're all pretty confident they're going to do fine. Chiefs, we're pretty confident they're going to do fine. You know, Seahawks again, you know. Um, But there's always that kind of looming question, and it's one of the, you know, especially – for people who don't like Dallas, who's the most overrated team? You know, oftentimes you hear, oh, well, Dallas is overrated. Or, you know, you hear, you know, people make the argument that Tom Brady's overrated. He throws five-yard passes all the time and this, that, and the other. You know, you hear all kinds of crazy shit. Right. All the time. But it, it, every single year, and I don't know if that's because we just enjoy trying to pick who's bad or we like making other people feel stupid for who they like or whatever <laughs> the case is. But, uh it's it, it every year there's always an article there's always people talking about who are or who is the most you know who proving to be or are the most underrated or over, excuse me overrated team in the NFL and as i was kind of researching over the past couple of days some of it's off the hip some of it's some things that i looked at but i i kind of came down to three teams that i'm really like I think that you are overrated, but my, my, and maybe it's, I just don't get it. I'll, I will take that. Yeah. I will gladly put myself out there and say, maybe there's something I'm missing, something I don't right. quite understand, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, there's something you just you, don't get. I don't like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, if you look at just shit from a third person perspective, I'm like, no fucking way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So one of them for me, and, and we talked about this a little bit in our, our pregame, um, and they're not my number one. I'll, I'll kind of go up to that. But it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, Tampa Bay has potential. That I will not question. They have arguably the best receiving tandem in the game right now, and and Godwin and uh, uh, Evans. And Evans. They have Bruce Arian, which, as we were talking about, you know, two-time coach of the year, you know, has Super Bowl experience, not as a head coach, but as assistant coach, which... Got to get there first. Apparently will get you jobs, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but it, Well, when you're the offensive coordinator and you're dictating an offense that wins the Super Bowl, then, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. Well, <coughs> who? Who are you talking about? Bruce Arians. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, I thought you were talking about somebody else. No. Uh I mean, Arians was the offensive coordinator yeah, yeah. for the Pittsburgh Steelers when they won. Oh, yeah. No, he, he has a resume that it's nothing to scoff at, you know. But even still, you know, his overall is 600, you know, 66, 48, and whatever. But a lot of that, how much of that is as an assistant as opposed to the head coach, you know? I think his record is all indicative, indicative of his, of his, head, coaching of his head coaching Because they don't count that for offensive coordinator. Okay, fair enough. Um, 
So he has a he's a good winning record, right? It's a six hundred yeah. winning record. You got good teams in Indianapolis. You had some bad teams in Arizona, right? And so then half and half and. But for me, Tampa. there's some some bigger issues that I don't quite understand, right? So Jameis Winston was the first thirty for thirty as a quarterback, thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions. Dude was like legally blind, right? Okay, fine. He did that with the best tandem in the game. Congratulations! But they still lost a lot, partly because of turnovers, partly because their defense is not that good. In my opinion, they don't have a eleven and whatever or a twelve and whatever defense. They're not that caliber. You look at teams that are great, and they don't even win, or they don't even have that many, like, defensive play. You know, I think, you know, you look at, like, the Patriots right now, the 49ers, those are, like, your defensive powerhouses, and they don't even always go 11 and 12 wins, right? You look at the Chiefs, who just won 12-something games, and that's their offense. That's not necessarily their defense. Their defense did what they needed to, but when you're scoring 30, 40 points a game, like... Your defense doesn't need to do What much. are you going to do? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, you're going to make a stop here and there, but it doesn't fucking matter. If you're making sure that their defense doesn't stop you, Gronkowski's coming out of retirement and everybody is just ugh, fucking tripping dick about it, and I don't understand that because, yes, I don't think he lost the talent, but he's another year older. He's coming out of a year off. He was... Fucking around in the WWE, which is fine. Stay busy. Keep a paycheck. I don't care. But there's a difference in playing in New England. And there's a difference in WWE. And there's a difference in playing in Tampa Bay. I don't know if you can trust him. And they already had good tight ends. Maybe it's kind of a teaching moment, maybe. I don't know. But they're young, they're athletic, and they're big. And they can do what you need. They may not be, like, premier tight ends, but there's only fucking three of them. Kittle, Ertz, and Kelsey. No. You know what I mean? Like, the tight end position is C-plus at best. And Ertz is even on that tail yeah, end of that elite. Yeah, I would agree. It's it's probably, in my opinion, would probably have to go... Zach Ertz? Yeah. He, he's with Bucks now? No. Hey, I'm just he's, as an example. He's naming oh, okay. elite tight gotcha. ends. Yeah, there's only three in the game. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay. And there's, you know, gotcha. you can think of how many elite wide receivers, elite quarterbacks, elite running backs. Gotcha. So you have a quarterback who everything that we've seen so far has been a, a system for the most part. He's done well. I'm not saying that he can't adjust and play well, but we haven't seen it. We're not sure. You look at a lot of the victories that they've gotten over the years, the Patriots, while Tom Brady was there, and that's all defensive stuff, it would seem. Right. You can score 14 points and win a Super Bowl? Okay. You're going to tell me your defense isn't the one that did that for you, though? You know what I mean? So I just I don't understand. You have a B-plus quarterback, a question mark at the tight end, a question mark as a defense, and a pretty big question mark as a defense. You have a question mark at the quarterback position only in so much as can he adjust to a different style. I think that it will be helpful that Bruce Arians is more of an offensive coach. I, I don't think that will help. I'm not discrediting Arians' ability to come up with offense. But, like, yeah, like I see this team as an 8-8 eight and eight team, a 9-7 and seven team. I cannot see why everybody is putting them at this Super Bowl bubble, this, you know, potential to win the division one game behind, you know, uh, the, the Saints. Saints, like, no way. There's, n- there's just too many question marks for you to make a true like. This is the fucking. These are the dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I don't, I can't agree with that at all. What do y'all think about that? <laughs> I can, I totally understand. Yeah. Come on, give us some thoughts. Yeah, I know you uh, got this hard off uh, yeah, for Tom I know. Brady. So I mean, it is Tom Brady. I mean, it, <laughs> I will agree that. Oh, I will agree. <laughs> what, dude? Anthony's ultimate three-way. Him, Tom Brady, and Derek Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Mike Trout. True, yeah. He's just videotaping, though. Yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's too good for that. <laughs> He's, they're probably, a, they're not he's in a Superman outfit in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably not going to win the division. I'll give you that. I mean, no it's, it's going to be either the, it's going to be either the Saints or the Panthers. Uh, Fun thing what is the he, fuck? The Panthers? He busts. It's going over the fence though. <laughs> <laughs> it's going four oh five easy. <laughs> Jeter's just hitting singles to the gaps. Just <laughs> Okay, are we done? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Tom Brady, like, I, yeah, you know Tom Brady loves tight ends. And he yeah. loves deflated <laughs> balls, so. Yeah. You might be in for a treat, Anthony. I don't know, this turned so quickly on me, but okay. Okay, uh, go ahead. This just turned into a horrible <laughs> fucking session. session. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Okay, uh, that's all shit. I had, really. Go ahead, go ahead, Kevin. What you got? Uh, Bucks are my number one, so I'm gonna go ahead and talk about them. I I was probably gonna build up to it, but since you brought them up, sure, why not? Fuck it, fucking, you said it, all of it, seriously. Thanks, Tom bro. Brady. I think that's the nicest thing you ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Tom Brady's old. Yes, he's still the goat. Okay, I get it. Yeah, it's a whole new system. It's a whole new environment whole new climate is he going to be able to stay protected are they going to are they going to be able you. to at least you know protect him <sighs> or is he going to have to scramble thank you thank you thank you for his life <laughs> you know, he, he's not used to having a scramble no. so he was in a wonderful scheme in new england and he's going to tampa bay that has yeah you got bruce arians there and i'm sure they can dial something up for him mm-hmm. but all of it's unproven Thank you. All of a sudden. So I don't. It's the question. Of the teams on my list, they may not be the worst team. Right. But they are definitely the most overrated just based on all the hype that they're getting. Gronk will not be the same. No. No. He will. There's just no way. He's not Michael Jordan. There's really not a great running game there. Right. New England had a good. Tandem system with Sony Michelle, James White. I thought I'd mentioned guys that retired for a year and came back and went three straight titles. Fair. Anyway, um, but did they do it after they already were turned forty in a whole new system? Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. Yeah, sorry. Okay, um, but you bring up a good point. There are people who have retired and come back, but I think that's yes. a little bit of a different. Yeah. Or you could say I, I players that I agree with you. I'm not missed the like, season and came back. Paid Manning, right? Yeah. But even when he won the Super Bowl, he was probably the least effective player on that field, Easily. and they still won easily because of the defense. Bingo. Hence why Von Miller won the MVP, <laughs> MVP of right. that Super Bowl. And if the Bucks were going to do something like that, you you need that defense, and they don't have the defense. Thank you. They don't. And they don't have the offensive line to protect him. Uh, they don't have a real have, solid run game. You either. have great, great weapons on the outside to throw to. 
I don't know if Tom Brady has got the arm to get it that far to Godwin, who's going to r- outrun everybody. This man's preaching over here. He can. He's going to make a lot of plays to Mike Evans because Mike Evans will just beat somebody, not necessarily down the field, but he's going to beat him mm. up to the ball because he's going to outjump everybody. He's going to outmaneuver everybody. Mike Evans is a beast. Godwin is pure speed. Godwin's going to outrun the ball from mm-hmm. Tom Brady because Tom Brady doesn't have that arm anymore, in my opinion. He just doesn't. I don't think he's had it for a couple of years. I don't think so either. I think that's why they didn't get speed on the outside. You don't fucking need it. Belichick may have been smarter than everybody uh, thought. That's what I'm thinking. You know, like, why don't you get a speedster on the outside? Who well, the f- maybe who the Tom Brady doesn't have him. the arm anymore. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Maybe he was protecting Brady, and we just never knew That's it. one thing Jameis Winston, I think, had over Tom Brady was his arm. And that's why he actually worked well and got those 30 touchdowns mm-hmm. to Godwin and to Evans because he could throw it far like that. He and got a hard. cannon, too. He did. It's not like he, he's got a cannon. What, not, what threw him out of that starting role in Tampa Bay was just the fact he didn't know how to protect the damn ball. Right. Hence the 30 interceptions. If he could ever learn to control that, He's better than Tom Brady. Right now, yeah. As far as athleticism goes, like ability to make plays on the field, I, I would have to agree. Now, you were saying they have good tight ends in, in Tampa Bay outside of Gronk now. I don't agree with you. Because in order to be good, you have to be on the field. You know? <laughs> and the tight ends are always hurt. Fair. You know? Always hurt. I There's a couple years that I've picked up. What's his face over in Tampa Bay? O.J. Howard. Thank you, yeah, Howard. I know. <laughs> and he misses two-thirds of the fucking season because of some stupid injury over right. and over and over again. And they still commit to him. Right. No. He's good, but he's never on the field. So, therefore, not good. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah. They are my number one overrated team in the NFL. Fair enough. What about you? Because we both kind of have – we both said Tampa Bay. Who's your – I'm curious to see who the other two are first. Me? Yeah. No, so, no, no, no. We're doing one one. Yeah, let's Come go one on. I want to hear. Yeah. Do you even have them on your list? Yeah. Okay. Do you Tell have Tampa Bay on your list? Well, I kn- well. Do you have? N- no, I only had two. Really. Fair enough. Okay. I had one that I've been looking at all day. Do we convince you on your third then? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. 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 No, okay. No, Tell us three. more. Yes. Yeah. Tell us more. What What's oh. your major concern about Tampa Bay? Uh, his age and whether or not they're going to be able to protect him and. So Tom Brady? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And their defense, really, too. Yeah. I mean, you need – I mean, you can score, but you also need a defense that will at least do their job. At least serviceable, yeah. yeah. Right. They, you know, they're at least – they can at least stay out there and stop somebody. Right. I think uh, their most project or, uh, productive defender left two years ago in Gerald McCoy. I will say Pro- this. Yeah, too. probably. I will say this, too, and probably your biggest point is, or at least in my eyes, is – it is Tom Brady. People are going to, and I say it, it is Tom Brady. But at the same time, this dude has been in a system that worked perfectly for him. Mm-hmm. And as you may say, Bill Belichick might have been protecting him this entire time. He's going to be thrown into a completely new system where nobody knows if it's going to work. Right. It's question marks. It's just, we have to see it first. Right. And we have to see whether or not mm-hmm. he's even going to be able to stay on his feet. So, yeah, that's probably. That's probably the biggest thing in my eyes because he's not a scrambler at all. He's a one-dimensional right. quarterback. We all know this. Is he going to have to scramble for his life in Tampa Bay? That's the thing. So Yeah, I agree. Fair enough. Okay. My number two team, because for me I was going 3-2-1, right? Mm-hmm. 
and it's 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 kind of a toss up between these two because I think these two are like very similar, and it's funny because they're in the same division. They have a lot of the same things. They're basically two sides of the same coin for me. But if I had to pick one over the other, I gotta go Green Bay. I think Green Bay and Minnesota are two probably of the most overrated guys, in my opinion, for whatever reason. But Green Bay, for me, is one of those teams where there is always this expectation for Green Bay to play well, do well, be in conversations, all different kinds of things. And more often than not, in my opinion, they seem to kind of balk at that a little bit. Just to clarify, Green Bay is your two then, and you're saying Minnesota's your one? No, no, no. I have another one. But in my brain, like these two teams are basically, when I oh, say okay, it, I got you, it's I like the you. same fucking okay. thing. We said the same division. Right, they're in the same division. Like, like I'm saying, Green Bay, Minnesota, like, it's 2A and 2B. Okay, oh. so you got two twos. Okay. Yeah, I have two number twos, basically. Gotcha. You have Sorry. a different number one. Yes, I have a different number one. Who's so, not in this division? No, not So in this which division. one's 2A and which one's 2B? I would have to say Green Bay is 2A and Minnesota is 2B. Okay. Because <laughs> here's what I don't understand. And both of them are, are set up to... to in my opinion, because so okay, you look I hate at people Bay. that put more than the number of for yeah. the top whatever list. Yeah. So well, four just, in mean, a top three doesn't work. You're goddamn right. You know this, dude. Twelve I mean, in a top just, ten doesn't all, work. This is all he thinks about. Seven in like, a top five doesn't work. <laughs> I'm sitting there at work. What do you want to order for the bar? Green Bay. <clears throat> Fuck what? <laughs> why is why is fucking Green Bay always like? Why don't they win? I can yeah. I can just hear him saying it to himself. Like I why just do- I don't understand because you think about it. <laughs> And Colin Cowherd brought this up the other day. Maybe we give Aaron Rodgers too much credit, right? When we had to pick between Aaron Rodgers or the Packers, everybody seemed to pick Rodgers. And so maybe we're giving Rodgers too much credit for a Super Bowl. Maybe we're giving him too much credit for this, that, and the other. There's a whole argument that once you know Mike McCarthy left and all these other guys left, LaFleur came in, all of his numbers just dropped since then. You know, that maybe he's protecting himself. Whatever the case is, but he's not a leader. He's not. I imagine nobody in that clubhouse even fucking likes that guy. And I'm not the only one to have said that before. He's not a leader. He, he doesn't build relationships. He doesn't know how to be the guy in the locker room. He's just that guy who's freakishly talented as far as his athleticism and ability to play the game. But, like, he's not doing anything to help you win. And we're over here putting him in, like, top tiers. People put him in the top tier. And he's not doing anything to help you win. The front office can't fucking draft an offensive line or a running back at any point that I've seen. I can't even remember the last good running back. Their last good running back was a fucking wide receiver by the last name of Montgomery. His number was fucking 88 so that he could then go play wide receiver when he needed to. Like, it didn't make any sense to me. You can't... Eddie Lacy was a fucking bust. You don't... Like, now you have Jones and he's the best one you've had, but he's average compared to everybody else. And he's your best running back in a fucking decade? How would, like, how do people like, yeah, those are the fucking great go Packers. You know, we can do. And then you've had. It's a storied franchise. Yeah, but at some <laughs> point, it's what have you done for me lately a little bit? Yeah. Their defense was okay for a while. Hasn't gotten any better, really. It got a little bit better last year, but even then a little bit better. Made them average in the league. You know what I'm saying? I, I literally think, the much like Notre Dame, the notoriety of the team gives them this allure that they will do better than they have the talent, the coaching, or the ability to do. And I think, I think Minnesota's kind of the opposite a little bit. People, 
only really think Minnesota is relevant because of the Purple People Eaters and because they're constantly against Green Bay. So their name gets brought up a lot. When you think Green Bay, a lot of people also think Vikings. But not because, oh, but because they fucking clash. I mean, they're arguably one of the best rivalries in sports. It was a fucking travesty when Brett Favre started playing for Minnesota. Do you remember that? When Brett Favre went from Green Bay to Minnesota and everybody was like, are you fucking serious right now? Yep. Like, that's how much it meant. In sports today, it doesn't matter where you go anymore. People travel all the time. But when he went from Green Bay to Minnesota, people were like, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? I just, I don't understand how these teams are supposed to do so well and never do. And then I thought about it, much like you said, it's the allure of the name. It's the title. Mm -hmm. It's the Green Bay Packers. It's the team that's owned by the city. It's Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. It's Lombardi. It's the Super you know, Bowl. It's Lambo. It's Lambo. You know what I'm saying? It's the Frozen Tundra. Go fuck off. Nobody cares. They Go can. get blown out by the 49ers in the playoffs. Go miss the playoffs. Go have a quarterback that cares more about his passer rating than he does about winning the game. Go apparently fucking figure out how to draft a running back. I don't know what to tell you. Everybody else seems to be able to do it pretty well. It's just you. <laughs> this is a you problem at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They have two what you could consider Hall of Fame quarterbacks and have like one or two Super Bowls out of it. Maybe one. That's unacceptable. 40 years of what you could probably say, 30 years of what you could probably say is a Hall of Fame quarterback. And you have one title out of it. That's almost like the epitome of disappointment. And yes, I said epitome. Epitome. <laughs> <laughs> Put my syllables in weird, emphasis places. Kevin, you got a number two? And you can have a 2A and 2B, by the way. <laughs> or, even a two, or even a 2C. Yeah, fuck that If shit. you really want. I am going to go Atlanta Falcons. Fuck your shit. <laughs> Cowboys are now my number one. <clears throat> And here's why. There's a lot of talk about how the Falcons have all these number one overall, or number one, or first round picks on their offense. Okay. Was it 10 out of the 11 starters are all first round picks? Like I said, there's a reason for that many first round picks to be on one team because other teams didn't want them because they didn't perform. I mean, you're looking at. The starters for the Atlanta Falcons. You got Matt Ryan, who's been consistent throughout his career. He's doing fine. Okay, great. Uh, you got Todd Gurley. Underrated, in my opinion. No. 4,000 uh, yards? Like, never mind. Sorry. I wouldn't say underrated because he's still widely regarded as one of the elites in the league. Mm, Not the top. I don't think so. No. No. Definitely. I also think you give the Falcons a lot more credit. I'm in multiple Falcons really? groups, and we're all like, who we suck. I don't think anybody thinks the Falcons are good. Since the whole fiasco with 23 to 8, or 28 to 3, Falcons are not relevant. No. And I follow them. Like, people don't, we, people sleep on the Falcons constantly, and for good reason, but. Yeah. I wouldn't say Matt Ryan is one of the elite. Sorry, no offense or anything. I would say he's I top 10. I would say 10. he is. I would argue that he's, uh, he's up there. I'd say top 10. Yeah, easily top 10. Top okay. 10. I would even probably made it put him at, like, Six or five? No. In my opinion? But definitely top ten. <laughs> Six or five? No. But definitely top ten. <laughs> Todd Gurley. I mean, 
Where'd he go? That's a question mark for sure. Julio Jones is probably the second best wide receiver in the league. Simple as that. Calvin Ridley's good. But then you got Russell Gage, who's your third wide receiver. Never heard of the guy. I mean, he's had 500 career yards in two seasons. Hayden Hurst, the same thing. Two seasons, 500 career uh, yards, and three touchdowns in two seasons with Baltimore. Uh, And he was a first-round pick. And they traded, what, two first-rounders for him? The tight end out of or from uh, Baltimore. Yeah, it was. They traded more than I think they should have. Yeah, but they and no, they shouldn't have traded that much for him for sure. Now their offensive line is good. Jake Matthews, Matt uh, Matt Hennessy, Alex Mack. Uh, then you got Chris Lindstrom and Caleb Ma- uh, McGarry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got a good line. Yeah, and I think that's going to help them. But I don't think the first round picks are going to live up to their first round standings. Then you look at their defense. Tell. Uh, Anthony, tell me if you recognize any of these names. Uh, Takaris McKinley, Grady Jarrett, Tyler Davidson, Alan Bailey, Dante Fowler Jr., Dion Jones, Foyasade Olokun, A.J. Terrell, Keanu Neal, Demonte Kazi, and Isaiah Oliver. Nope. Out of You don't know any of those, right? Nope. I know one. That's because he's been there forever, and that's Fowler Jr. Yeah. I knew all of them, but that's just because I like That's why I didn't ask you, <laughs> jackass. I was like, I know them all. <laughs> the defense is uh, it's pieced together. They suck. Your team's going to suck because of their defense. Simple as that. Am I wrong? Are they overrated? Maybe not. I don't know. I know I heard so much about this first-round thing for a while, though. Well, I think it's just because it's a rarity that you see something like that. There's a reason for it. (laughs) Right. Well, also payroll, too. I say they're an overrated team. I don't care how low-rated they really are. They're uh, overrated in my book, no matter what. (laughs) My my opinion, and this is coming from a Falcons fan, they're not talked about highly enough to make them overrated. I agree. You know what I mean? Fair enough. I agree. It's for the, for that conference it's all about the Saints. Right. But I, I I hear what you're saying and I you know on a lot of levels I agree. We have a one two punch for receiving cores. And granted, for a lot of guys that's all you need. You look at a lot of teams and they have a tandem, a wide receiver tandem and Jones, like you said, number two and then you know and I, I think up the, and coming. Yeah. And then you look at the wide receiver spot, and it's been downhill since Gonzalez left. But that's hard to replace. Tight end, yeah. Um, that that's hard to replace. I mean, Austin Hooper did well. He plays for the Browns now. You know, the guy from Baltimore. I think he'll do well. I think he's versatile, and I think that he'll help with the run game in particular. Because you look at a lot of what he did when he was there, and the tight ends in in Baltimore, their tandem of tight ends was real good. So he's going to help the run game in which Todd Gurley's going to limp three yards at a time? Well, but I don't even know if he's going to be necessarily the starter. And again, he's had a while to relax. He's well, had they a... got Ito Smith, Brian Hill, Ito Smith Cadre is good. Allison. Yeah, Ito no, no, no. Smith hasn't been committed to only because they had Coleman and they had Freeman forever. And they were committed to those guys. You know what I mean? But, yeah, the Falcons haven't been the same since 28-3 to and it hasn't been the same since... Really, Matt Ryan took over, but that's not his fault. They kind of changed. They had, like, Warwick Dunn in the back. You know, they had uh, Michael Vick. They had, you know, a Dirty Birds of the South. Keep Brooking in the, as a linebacker. Like, they were better 
And then now there's this trying to live up to what they were doing. And then they made it to the mountaintop and then crashed and just amazing fashion and i say amazing i don't mean that good it's bad how amazingly bad they were i was gonna ask you who was the quarterback before uh before ryan but then you answered it yeah Vic. yeah yeah um but i i can see your arguments and some like the defense for me is the biggest like struggle we get these cornerbacks these safeties we have this whole idea that we're gonna shut down everybody trying to throw the ball they don't really live up, but it's also somewhat not their fault because our line or our defensive linemen aren't getting to the quarterback. We're missing on guys that we should be picking up in free agency and da 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 da. But we're kind of the way that we're structured is fucking us up, to be quite honest. But I do see your point, though. What about you? Who's who's? I guess now who's your number two? Since we're now at twos. Uh. Well, like I said, I only had one that I was looking at all day. Um, number two, I guess, would be... Let's see. No, I'm going to just say the team I've been thinking about. And it's one of the teams you mentioned. The Vikings. I just... Okay, for me, it's the, for me, the Vikings is because... Okay, if you look at the division... You're most likely going to, if we play this season, if you're most likely going to win it. If it's not you, it's the Packers. But what are you going to do with it, if that makes any sense? You're going to win the division, but are you going to at least make a conference championship appearance? They have, in the past 10 years, they have two conference championship appearances. And just, because, I don't know, if if you're asking me, like, if, if the Vikings win a division and they go up against the Saints, you know, who do you trust more? It's, you know, at that point it becomes who do you trust more? If it, you know, the fucking Eagles, they won a Super Bowl with a backup QB. Uh, if you look at every other team in this in the conference, that is, I mean, all of them have pretty good playoff history. It's just for me, I'm I just, I'm not quite getting the hype behind the Eagles or behind the Vikings yet. I get it, the, the defense is good. Just for me, it's like, what you, you're probably going to win the division, like I said, if you if it's not the Packers. But what are you going to do with it at that point? Are you just going to be a one a one and done? Are you going to be a you know a wild or not a wild card, but a a division round bye or a division round bounce or what are you going to do with it at that point? So Vikings were mine. Vikings. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, and I had the I had the Vikings as well because again they seem to underproduce a lot. And I feel like they're a team that gets a lot of one-hit wonders. Mm-hmm. Stephon uh, Diggs is gone. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is—he's a—he's—he's a. Do you do either one of y'all know his over his overall record as of now? Is 40, he a winning quarterback? He is a winning quarterback <laughs> by one game, forty-five and forty-four. That's well, a winning quarterback, but right, you know, for as much hype as he gets for being a starter the entire time on teams that aren't, yeah ass for me it's really just that it's like okay it's either going to be as of right now it's either going to be you or the packers that win the division but the packers are more likely to do something with it if that makes sense right fair that's fair and even then i don't i don't like the packers very much but yeah who's your number one let's go back around who's number one? Oh, that was my number one. Uh, oh, you're right yeah 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 hold on one sec mlba pick so, Justin, right now, the MLBPA expected to vote yes on MLB's July 1 report date. COVID healthy and safety protocol 
lock in 60 game season. Wow. All right. So we might have baseball after all. We might have baseball. We shall see. I'm shocked by that, honestly. I kind of am, too. I assume they just would say no and kind of set the precedent for 2021 a little bit. But anyway, I mean, it feels let's like the players want to play. Check the next 24 hours, see if they file a grievance. Yeah, honestly. All right, Kev. Number one. Uh, no, Bucks were my number one. Oh, that's right. Who's your last one then, I guess? I'm kind of going back and forth, back and forth. This one's been harder for me to try to nail down. I've leaned Packers. Vikings are up there too, but those are really good teams, uh, especially the Vikings. Uh, overall, they're a better, a pretty good team. So, mm-hmm. uh, Make a conference championship appearance. Just wait. They could this year. Make it to the Super Bowl. Go to the Super Bowl. Let's see. I get it. You beat the Saints last year, but. If they had a better quarterback, I think they'd be good. A better. You know? But Dalvin Cook's a beast. You got uh, Adam Thielen up there. I mean, yeah, you lost uh, Diggs, but now you got a. What's his face? Uh, Josh Johnson, Uh who they just drafted. Then you got a. You got a pretty good defense up there too, so I mean, I'm, I like what they did. I, I like where they're at. So do something with it. I'm waiting for them too. And that's kind of the expectation of overrated a little bit is what can you do with what you have. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you could say the same like thing about the, the Cowboys Dallas at that point. Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Or I did say. Um, that's those were going to be my, my obvious. Browns were another one I was considering, but. Everybody's high on the Broncos right now. Mm, I am. That's for damn sure. So, I'm actually going to go Broncos as my number three. And the reason I'm doing them is because Drew Locke. Yes, he had a great, what, seven-game span there at the end of the season for them. Uh, Actually, I'll pull that up right now and tell you. It was five-game span. (laughs) Sorry. Um. 64% 64% completion for 1,000 yards and seven touchdowns in five games. And three interceptions, by the way. So he had a decent end of the season. 89.7 quarterback rating in five games. All of a sudden, these guys are contenders for the West, a team that's going to try to put up with the, the Kansas City Chiefs just because they have a wide receiving core that is – Young and experienced, but has the talent to be phenomenal. I don't buy it. I'm, I I don't. Uh, Melvin Gordon is going to be a good compliment to Philip Lindsay in that. I'd say two horse back, but they're both kind of the same back. <laughs> you know, uh, both of them are good running backs. So if one goes down, hey, you got the, you got the the clone as your backup. So I, I they got a good running back. Cortland Sutton's a good wide receiver. Jerry Duties. A rookie, but I think he's going to be good. Uh, Say with KJ Hamler, so I mean you got a good wide receiving core. Noah Fant could be the next tight end to be a really good tight end in this league. Uh, he had a great year last year in his rookie season, over 500 yards, uh, and that's without great quarter. I, I'm going to say great quarterback play. Fair. Um, but that offensive line, I got a lot of questions about. You know. I mean, you're talking three, four, five-year vets. Yeah, you're going to have one rookie on the line, but none of these guys are names that anybody's ever heard of. Yeah, you don't hear a lot about offensive line, but if they're good, you know them, you know? Uh, And these guys just, 
don't don't get it done for me, man. I don't trust their offensive line. Yes, they have a great defense in like three players: Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, who's really unproven, by the way, but he's got the talent to do it. And then AJ Bouye. And then you look at the rest of the defense. It's like, mm, okay, you got Kareem Jackson. He's he's hit or miss. He can be good, uh, but they got him at safety versus his uh, natural position, a cornerback, which is where he played a lot of his years in in Houston, and he did pretty good in that position. But now you got you're gonna move him to I'm sorry, strong safety. And I don't know if he's got the skill set to be a strong safety. You know. Uh, so I got question marks on their defensive line, defense as well. They got a good kicker in uh, McManus, but I don't know, man. I got questions in Denver. I do like McManus, though. McManus is good, but I got serious questions in Denver to think that they're going to be even a playoff contender this year. That's right, and it's a tough division, too. You know what I mean? It is. And the fact that you have to face the Chiefs. Right. That's about it, though. And other winning quarterbacks, like... <laughs> <laughs> You're a quarterback that's going to lose his job to Justin Herbert and and good Justin Herbert might be a fucking boss. You never know. He looked good in college. I'm curious what to see what his translation is like. I'm a little I think he'll have a little bit of an easier time than Tua might. Um I think both of them are going to be starters in the NFL and maybe even be winning quarterbacks when it's all said and done. You never know. <laughs> Who is your number 1? So my number 1 is the fucking Tennessee Titans. That's a good choice. I don't... I was thinking about the Titans, but... So... I I don't think they're being talked about as that big hype either, though. Oh, bullshit. I see everywhere that they're winning their division easily. They're making it to championships Really? I heard that about the Colts from a lot of people. I'm seeing... Most places I look for whatever reason, Titans. Oh, they're playoff contenders. They're mighty. They're Super Bowl. This, that. Because they have certain things that are attractive about a team, but, again, doesn't mean that they do well. Okay. Four straight seasons of 9-7. Four straight seasons of 9-7. Since they became the Tennessee Titans. Was it 9-7? Because I thought they went three years of 8-8 eight and eight before getting 9-7 this past year. 9-7, 9-7, 9-7, 9-7, 3-13, 2-14, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-
He scores he touchdowns. He was stuck behind somebody on the depth chart for a while, wasn't he? Yes, he was, and uh-huh. I agree. But now he's there, and congratulations. I'm glad that he's finally proving it. Yeah. But I don't see this continuing. You don't see 1,500-yard rushers often. They break down after a couple of years. Yeah. Their defense, 13, top 15 in the league. Okay, fine. I don't trust their coaching. Their history would tell me that they're average. Their players tell me that they're average. Their defense tells me that they're average. They got a little luck last year. And they get lucky. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Right. You can't control fucking everything. No, you can't. Back to the point. Um, <laughs> so. But you can't rely on A little on bit of column A, a little column B, bro. Yep, yep, yep. They're average. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, an a- they're almost, <laughs> almost the fucking definition of average. I mean, you're, you're not and wrong. And everybody's here like, oh, yeah, now let's uh, go ahead and crown them champs of the AFC something or other. I know it's the South, but we're not talking about that. The fucking... Yeah, it's the fucking South. Perpetually at... And they're still average. You're Arguably not, the worst. And this they're still average. You're not wrong, dude. It just... I don't understand why they have one good season with one to two lucky plays in one game. And all of a sudden, you they're easily Brady. making it into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're walking into the playoffs. They're winning their conference. They're walking into the playoffs. But also, look at the division. I mean, their only competition really is has been this, the Colts, really. Then why are they so average? No, the past couple of years has been Houston. Yeah, Houston, for That's, whatever reason, wins a lot. Yeah. And they win their division not, a lot. Not going to be this year, though. No, no, I don't think so. No, this year it's going to be between the Titans and the Colts. I would agree. Likely Titans and Colts. But again, if you are the definition of average, why is everybody on your fucking wagon? I don't understand that. Because you're one of the final four teams last year. At least you're consistent. And fair. But, okay, for example, uh, what's the one team that went, like, crazy far in the NCAA bracket the other year? Like, UL, uh, Chicago, the team from Chicago. All of a sudden, everywhere, go Chicago. Go University of whatever, Chicago, right? Uh, Everybody's hyped about no, no, it. Everybody little... likes the underdog, but they're still That's what I'm saying. It's an underdog un- story. But I you're mean, still the underdog. Uh, this is different, though. You're, they're still not the perennial. They're not going to walk in and take their division and walk into the playoffs and then probably win. Because everything I'm seeing from the Tennessee Titans is they're going to walk through their division. They're going to likely end up somewhere in the 11-5 and five to 10-6 and six range. No. no. I fucking know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. But everybody here is like, oh, it's going to whatever. And they're going to fucking walk in and be fine. And I'm like, not a fucking chance. No. They're going to be con- they're going to be competing for a wild card spot again. I'm not even sure if they will. Yeah, they will. They are a one-trick pony. If your quarterback throws 14 times a game, you're a fucking one-trick pony. You only got to do one thing, and now <laughs> everybody knows it. And they weren't but they got to stop it. That was the problem. They weren't even good for That was the problem the last couple of years. They can't fucking stop him. No, that was the problem last year. Everybody, once they got the new quarterback, once they got Tannehill, all of a sudden they started playing well because Tannehill, I guess, somehow is better than Mariota. I guess because he stays healthy. He's more efficient. He doesn't Fair. give yeah. up the ball. And that was the biggest with problem with Tennessee. career 62% passing accuracy, <laughs> you're a fucking... How many interceptions did he throw last year? That I do not know. How many times did he throw the pa- ball past five yards last year? Doesn't matter. If you're not giving away the ball in your own territory, you're mm. in good shape. 
You know, they're not the one. They're not. Of that the is elite. the biggest killer of any offenses. When you give turnovers in your own in your own territory, that's gonna fucking kill you. Ten out of ten. Oh yeah, they're not one of the elites of the AFC. That's clear. No, definitely not. No, but you'd be surprised what you read. Yeah. No, I, I mean it's because and it makes no sense to me. I mean, I cannot understand it. <laughs> all right, so as we're gonna break down all this and decide our number one. So who do we have? We have the Bucks. I yeah. think Bucks, just because all three we all three had them on their list. Right. Well, we all also agreed Minnesota too. Yeah, I didn't have them on my list though. You, you said you, but thought you about talked about them. about them, right? I said I thought about them. Fair enough. Okay, so Bucks, but they're a good team. Minnesota, do something with it again. Bucks, He's got a point. Minnesota, the Packers. We're not going to go Cowboys because that's obvious. Right. They're the perpetual overrated. Yeah. Every year they're going to be there, and maybe not over overhyped, maybe not overrated. Because they do have the talent. They you know do. I mean? But also do something with it. I agree. I'm Fuck, you're telling me. <laughs> I live in cowboy territory and I'm a Falcons <laughs> fan. You know what I mean? Like, what am I going to do? So. Yeah. Okay, so Bucks, Packers, Vikings. Who else did we say? Titans for me. Titans. But you said Broncos. I said Falcons and Broncos. Yeah. Falcons and Bron- I wouldn't consider the, the Falcons overrated. That's fine. That's just and only because okay they're so that. trashed on right. in the first place. Right. They're not of the even our own fans are like, ha, watch us go fucking six and ten. Like it's the Saints and everybody else in that division. Mm, that's generous. I yeah exactly. <laughs> but well, I think we can pull off at least six and ten. I think we have the offensive power to at least go six and ten. That's generous. Yeah, and twelve and four isn't. Let's relax there, cowboy. <laughs> that's realistic. <laughs> that's realistic. <laughs> okay. I Again, think we, I think I'm going to need that drug dealer's number because fuck. I think we can all agree the Bucks are. I think the Bucks are, are the most probably o- the most overrated team going into this year. I think so. Even if there is, if there's going to be a season, it's this. It's the Bucks. I find it interesting that we found the question marks to be the most like deciding fact. Broncos because of the question marks. Uh, Bucks question marks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it, it seems to be that because we don't know, we won't vote for it. You know what I mean? Right. I find as opposed to like you know because we haven't seen it yet. Well, yeah. like well, for me, like Tennessee, when you're perpetually average and then one have one good season, that doesn't make you a powerhouse. That doesn't but make you consistent. Okay, fuck. So you're consistently team B. Like relax. You know what I mean? Like okay. <laughs> so. But I find that interesting that we're like, because right. we don't know. Does that speak about us, though? <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about us? We're like, we don't know. So we're I'm curious, just off the off the cuff, and I'm, so I'm curious what y'all's thoughts are. Is, uh, who do you think is the most underrated team? Just off the top of your head in the league. Going into this year or just in general? Going into this year. Underrated. Patriots. Eh. Okay. Patriots for me would be the most underrated. Okay. Why? Um, I think with the departure of Brady and then a couple of guys on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know what? Okay, it's a tie for me now that I think about it between the Dolphins and the Patriots. The Dolphins' defense upgraded tremendously. Mm-hmm. You look at, They got Byron Jones. They got Van Noy. They have their like bases covered on the defensive side of the ball. The offense improved. They have some okay pieces now. They have enough to score points. And they have a defense that can probably win you a game by this point. They have a young, unproven, but still seemingly solid head coach. 
they might be underrated. Fitzmagic, I mean, he's got that nickname for a reason. Tongue of Ilo's a winner. He is. You know what I mean? Like, they might be one of the most underrated, but the reason I have the Patriots is because I do not believe that you can count out Bill Belichick and what he can do with a defense and what he can do with an offense with very little. Probably still make the playoffs. I think they could... I think they'll finish this season with a winning record. Oh, yeah. I can see 9-7, and seven, maybe 10-6 and six with a good call or two. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People have the Bills winning this division. Probably. Sure. I'll buy that for a dollar. But I don't think that you can count out Stephen Gilmore. You can't count out their safeties. You can't count out their free. You can't count out their cornerbacks. They have a good line. They have a solid running back duo. They have receivers that have been proven to be able to do something. Stidham has been able to sit under Tom Brady for how long and learn from him? You're going to tell me he didn't pick up something? You can't tell me he's going to try to be the same quarterback. Though. I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying you learn. Because it's a whole other skill set. they got to have a whole new different type of offense for uh, Stidham. And they, I bet you they could do that. I think uh, Daniel – or not Daniel, excuse me. Uh, Josh McDaniels. Thank you. Josh McDaniels can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think that people are really doubting big Tom Brady. You don't you hear often that Belichick is the goat, Brady's the goat, but I think that Brady's the goat because Belichick put him in the right spot and he did nothing but perform, which is what you need to do, right? I mean, obviously you need to do that right. to be considered the goat, but if he wasn't there, I don't think it's the same. I don't think Tom Brady's the same guy, the same, you know, six rings. I agree with you. That's why I don't think he's going to do well in Tampa Bay. I'm not so sure he will either. So, yeah, my two, I guess, are the Dolphins and the Patriots for most underrated. I really don't have what I'm trying to think. Like, I like got? I like the Dolphins pick. Dolphins? I, I, I'm with you on that. I'm feeling that. Um, but I was kind of probably more leaning toward the Giants. Giants, yeah. And a lot of it is because of that unknown of Joe Judge. Right. You know? And, but there's one big factor that we're forgetting here, Saquon is you Barkley. have a an experienced offensive coordinator <laughs> in Jason Garrett. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Come on, no, 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 no. no. You can't tell me he wasn't no. a good offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. He was yeah, a shitty head coach. That's why we're all like, Kellen Moore, call the plays. That's that makes sense <laughs> because he couldn't handle both the head coach and calling the plays. He, we saw that in Dallas. <laughs> But if he's focusing just strictly no. on stop. If he if he's <laughs> focusing strictly on the offense, I think he's going to do okay, especially when you have a guy like Daniel Jones and then you can uh, game plan around probably one of the best backs in the league in Saquon Barkley. One of the most versatile backs in the league in Saquon Barkley. You know, it's between him and Zeke really. And he still sucked with Zeke. I know. Like <laughs> Again, okay, let me, that was let as me a head coach way. versus an offensive fair coordinator. Enough, let me put it this way. So if you are good at one thing, right, because he gave defensive controls to other people, let's look at it based off of grouping, okay? Who's got a better quarterback, Cowboys or Giants? Uh, Cowboys are more proven, but don't sleep fair. on Daniel Jones because he only has one year. I would agree. I like Daniel Jones. They proved why they drafted it. Like, he makes sense, right? Yes. So, okay. So, we're going to go Cowboys in this one column. Okay. Uh, running back. 
and maybe you can call it a wash, but I if call you, it a push. If yeah. you had to, who would you rather have? And I know it's tough, but who would you rather have? I gotta go Zeke. Okay. Offensive line, who would you rather have? Oh, definitely Cowboys right now, but the Giants okay. are getting on. better on that. Wide receivers, who would you rather have? Definitely Dallas. Okay, so... But again, you're talking about when he was a head coach versus an offensive coordinator. And a lot of the issues that Dallas had was when he was making decisions as a head coach. Fair enough. Like because when? they would have been like so... When? Last year g- in general, example. the entire last year. Give me an example. Okay, the game up in uh, New England. Okay, what happened in the game in New England? Making some calls that he shouldn't have when you're kicking for a field goal when you still needed to score a touchdown to win the game, either way. And you got further down the field than you had the entire game, and you had the game within reach, and you decided to kick for a field goal and pray you get the ball back, which you haven't been able to do the entire game. So do offensive coordinators generally decide if they should kick a field goal or not? No, 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 no. Head coaches do. And that's what I'm saying. He made a decision as a head coach to cost them games in Dallas. But if his mind is of a offensive coordinator, that's what he's good at and what he does, don't you think that maybe he would make better choices in that situation? Not as a head coach. That's what I'm, sa- that's what I'm saying. If you take those responsibilities away from him and he can just focus on the offense, he's shown that he can do well with an offense. He did well with Tony Romo under the helm. He did well with uh, crap Jones in the backfield as a running back. He, we had a really good offense in Dallas. Define well. I would have to look up numbers. Fair enough. But there were years when they were in the playoffs several times with him as a as a offensive coordinator. Okay. Under uh, Wade Phillips. Okay. See, I just I don't trust. It comes to a point where if you aren't good at the thing that you're supposed to be good at. And granted, yes, I do think that added responsibilities do make it more difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I'm good at handling the bar. Now they've given me the cafe. So I'm trying to balance both of them, and it's a little bit tougher. It is. But the bar isn't struggling because of it. I'm struggling because now I'm trying to add something to my plate, right? Mm. Some people can do that. Some people can't. And I don't think Jason Garrett was one that could. Because you can't tell me that any person that they put in your position with the bar and the cafe... That they would succeed. Some might, might, some might not. Exactly. Right there. I'm going to have to agree with Kev on this one. I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. He is a good offensive coordinator. He was not a good head coach. They are two different things, and when you try to blend both together, that's where you saw the faults in Dallas. And I think he's going to do well as an offensive coordinator in New York. I I do. I see your argument, and I I get it. It makes sense, but I just – I. He'll have to prove to me that he can do it because right now I'm like, you again. Have the that's the question to do marks. So. Right? Yeah. Again, it's the question, it's the question mark. marks. But I think his experience as an offensive coordinator coming up with Dallas, and the fact that you have great young talent in Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, and uh, you got Sterling Shepard who's really good at wide receiver. Yeah, they need to get some more pieces on that front. But then you got some good pieces on the offensive line they just drafted. That's getting better. Their defense is getting a little bit better. Don't sleep on them. They're going to do better than a lot of people think. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year by any means. But I do think they're underrated. All right. Fair enough. Time to move on? Let's move on. Time to move on. 
You never well, picked a team. Did you find one? I like the Patriots. Patriots? Yeah. Okay. Who's Patriots. to say? Because who's to say Bill Belichick just won't, cl- won't, won't plug in Stidham? Is his name Stidham? Yeah. Stidham into the system, and Stidham won't be successful as well. You still got that good defense. You still got a, a solid running back core. Sonny Michelle. Who else is back there? Uh, White. James White. Thank you. You know, st- still same, somewhat Wait, no. good O-line. Is that right? Okay. James White. James White and Sony Michelle. You know. Okay. Yeah. I had White on my fantasy team last year and did pretty nice. good for me. So, so yeah, I think it might Sonny be. too. He's, they're good. I yeah. think it might be a little unfair to basically say, like, oh, Tom Brady's gone. You're done. Yeah, I agree. So. Yeah. All you right. think, okay, so random. I have this fucking love affair with Colin Coward. He thinks that, on, to some degree, the Ravens are underrated. Because he's like, there's a possibility they go 16 0. <laughs> I know, I know. And I was like, I don't think that will happen. But like the argument that he made, like I again, I understood. There are too his many point, good teams out there for anybody to go sixteen and zero. I would agree, but I just thought it was interesting that even like he believed that even they were somewhat underrated. That they can do better than everybody, even already gives them credit for. No, no. I was like, ah, okay, I'm no. not there. No, I will say a hot take for the Patriots. Stidham loses his job in, in week five to Brian Hoyer. That is no. my hot take prediction right now. No, because if they're doing badly, they're just going to ride it out and then get a better draft pick at the end of the year. Yeah. I don't think Belichick wants to go through that. I think if Belichick wants to keep his job, he might. Tank Robert a little Kraft bit. Robert Kraft is not going to fire him after one bad season right. without Tom Brady. I know. That's what I'm saying. But I think if I think if the smart move – let me rephrase it. I think the smart move for him would be find out if Stedham is the guy, move forward from there. Because – what, are you going to put Brian Hoyer in hopes to win? Or no. Are you going to give the guy who might Or maybe you give uh, Brian Hoyer the starts because you know he's going to lose and then gets you that better draft pick. And fair. See, that <laughs> one I would agree more with. But <laughs> Anyway. I still stand by Stidham's going to lose his starting job and Hoyer's going to come in. Whether it be no, actually. No, it's not going to be Hoyer. It's going to be fucking Aaron Rodgers. That's who. Yeah, <laughs> fucking right. All right. Next question of the week. And this was Alex's as well. And he actually worded it differently, but basically, I mean, the NBA season is resuming. We've already had some word that a few players aren't going to be returning. Um, but will this year's NBA championship be legit? Will it basically count? Will it be counted? Kevin? Yes, it counts. Yes, it's legit. I know there's extenuating circumstances. We've had a break. Uh, some injured players can come back when they probably wouldn't be able to. You have some people that are sick that can't make it. and It's, uh, it's a mess. But they played a good three quarters of their season, if not more. More, actually. It's probably it's seven more, eighths yeah. of their season. Yeah. Yeah. They played their season. <laughs> I like how specific that was. <laughs> Because I think they had like seven ten. Eights. Seven I think eights. they all had like ten games left, and they need two game seasons. So yeah, seven eights. Let's go seven eights. I like Because um, you played a full season, you really have. Yeah, the playoffs are going to be different, but it's still going to be the playoffs. Best team versus best team, and in fact, it's probably even better because you're getting a lot of these players back healthy. So you're you're going into the postseason to fully healthy organizations. Right. So you're going to see every team at. Potentially at their best. Fully healthy, although rusty. Fully, and also not fully healthy. Some but guys, you know what? The thing about that is it's a level playing field. True. 
So if anything, this might even be better. It won't be 11 playing field with the Spurs. LA's out. Spurs still, never had yeah, a chance anyway. I was like, number one. Spurs yeah, were number never, Spurs never going to make the actual playoff no, portion I, of it. And Dude. it is still a level playing field because think about it. If other teams have been playing regularly, their guys would have gone out and it would have been. Okay, yeah. It's still, it, it's unfortunate, but it's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. And would you rather give him surgery now and be able to have him for five more years or have him just fuck up his elbow and have him for like two? Right. Yeah, I mean, right. But anyway, as you're saying. Just let him fuck up his elbow and I, I'm done with him anyway. So. Damn, Daniel. Damn, dude. Sorry, I don't wish injury. Love Kevin. I'm going to rephrase that. I, I don't <laughs> wish injury on anybody. I right. just don't want Aldridge on the team no more. Fair enough. <laughs> That's fair. What about you? What do you think? Oh, of course it's going to count. I mean, it's like you said, it's under different circumstances. It's. But, I mean, they pretty much did play a full season. They're playing out the rest of it, I guess, in eight games. Most of it, yeah. Most, most of them mo- are playing out the rest. Most of it is playing out the rest of eight games. Um, but, I mean, when you when you texted it to us and asked us, I, I thought, like, well, I mean, yeah, sure, it still counts. Look at the lockout years. Ask Dirk in, 11, in 2011 after that lockout year. Like, Dirk won the, na- the championship with the Mavs. They beat the Heat. Ask him if he cares if it was a lockout year. Right. He doesn't give a shit. It's the Spurs, ninety nine. Like they don't give a shit. They won the championship. Right. It's still gonna count, man. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be different. It's gonna be a different vibe. It's gonna be different watching it. It's because it's it's different all around. They're not gonna have to travel. They're gonna have they're gonna they're gonna have to get to Florida, live in a bubble, take a fifteen minute bus ride. They're there. Right. You don't have to travel to and from a city, in between games on day offs. So it's gonna be different. Does it still count? Yeah. See, it's gonna feel like a high school tournament. I mean, yeah, it's gonna feel yeah. a lot more. Yeah, yeah. See, here's my thing though. I think it will only count sometimes. I think this is gonna be one of those years where, whether you win or not, oh, apparently I moved twelve steps in the past five minutes. Okay. Um, oh, you always move when you <laughs> talk. Wow, sitting dude. down. I know. Yeah, you're right moving there. your hands all the time. So. <laughs> I'm surprised it's only twelve and I not know. like 120. I know. Well, <laughs> I, I went from about seven thousand to a lot more than that. Anyway, um, so anyway, so it's. I think it's only going to count in certain regards. Now, here's why I say that. At the end of the season, it, it like you guys have both said, and I, I agree with this wholeheartedly. Right now, with it coming back with the rest, yada yada, it is a level playing field. It's fair for everybody. Everybody's playing under the same set of circumstances. You all had this time off. You're all coming back. Everybody who's invited back is coming back. You all have your eight games, and you all play in this in this tournament, right? Not quite east-west, but just kind of this. I mean, it's still east-west. I thought they only. I thought I thought they didn't invite all. Yeah, there's nine east teams, and there's like, was it like, like 12, 14? 12 to fourteen west teams? Yeah, it's still east-west. But that's only because of who was still in the within four games right. of the eight seed. So let's, it's fair, but more to my point is let's let's not look at it with the regular, the eight regular season games in mind. Let's look at it from a playoff standpoint. Right. Okay. So with playoffs or whatever. Okay. Everybody's playing over the same set of circumstances. The guys who get to play in play in. The guys who don't don't. Whatever the case is, you'll have your teams. You'll play your tournament. There will be crowned an NBA champion, and it will be fair because everybody was playing under the same circumstances. However. I believe that because this is a shortened season, because there is a asterisk question mark about this season because it wasn't the same as every other season, in certain cases, the legitimacy of it will be called into question. For example, 
Let's say somehow LeBron James wins three more championships, four more champions, and is tied with Michael Jordan for the amount of championships. I would bet the fucking farm that somebody will go, one of those championships doesn't carry the same weight as the rest of them because of what happened in 2020, because of that COVID year. Let's say, you know, something, Giannis wins, right? And all of a sudden, Giannis goes on this tear with the Bucks, or maybe he moves off to Miami or whatever he does, right? Maybe he goes to the Celtics or he goes to the Lakers and whatever, right? And then he proceeds to win another five more championships over his, what will be, I imagine, an illustrious career of awards for him because of how good he is as a player. People will say, no, 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 he can't be the GOAT. He can't be in that con- – He the titles don't match because one of them we're has not, an asterisk. But we're not talking about what other people are going to say because you know what? There's always going to be detractors out there. Yeah. Always. doesn't matter what circumstance. It doesn't matter what season. We're asking what you believe. I believe it will be split. I don't think it will be completely legitimate. What, do you, Okay. And because people will say and – and I know it, but – in my opinion, in I, your I opinion, may be is one of those legit, people. Not based on other people. Do you think it's legit or not? No, because okay. it will only ever be called into question. You, nobody will say this was a regular season. No, it's not. I mean, it's it's not. There you go. Because it's not a regular season, the weight of it will not transfer over the like players, every though. other regular season. Ask the players, though. But you look at it. When you look at the Spurs championships in a record book, there's an asterisk at 99. There's but there an are a asterisk. lot of people that don't even think about that. Honestly, I forgot about 99 being a, a, a shortened year. See, but I did not. That's and actually one of the very first things I thought of. I thought of the Mavericks winning. I know there's an asterisk in that book. If you look at the record books, when there is an oddity in the season, so in the legitimacy mind- gets called into question. So in your mind, does Dirk have a championship? Does he have a trophy? Absolutely. Did he win a championship under questionable pretenses? Sure. Did he win a legitimate championship? He won the tournament, but no. is a questionable season. Did he win a legitimate no. tournament? No. Not in my opinion. Spurs, okay. 99, not a legitimate one. It, it doesn't carry the same weight, okay. in my opinion. If it were regular, just like everybody else... A regular full season because I'm sure. now not I'm not comparing it to teams who are playing in the tournament right now. I'm comparing it to every other team that's played. So in the way that you originally asked the question to us, and we reworded it, but if LeBron wins this, people aren't going. This is this isn't going to help his goat status. Is what you're trying to say? I don't think it will. I think there will be more pushback because they're going to say this one. Is not legitimate. It doesn't See, carry the same weight. I disagree with you in this respect. It's LeBron James. Those that are very pro LeBron James will look at it as he took another franchise to the promised land. That's three. Can't say MJ did that. Obviously, MJ was all with the Bulls for mm-hmm. the majority of his career. Should have <laughs> finished a Bull, but oh, he should have finished. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, or a White Sox. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah. And if it wasn't for the strike in '94, he might have been. I, honest, and that's kind of the crazy part, right? That still blows my mind. That like, if it hadn't been for that, he may not have gotten three more championships. Yeah, and he still came back and fucking did it. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy to me. But anyway, 
What does it say that the best player ever in your sport leaves to go play baseball? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I know. I just think that just shows that we are the most, we are baseball and fans of baseball would agree that it's the most challenging sport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as the level of skill you have to have per it's not easy play to hit a first position. It's not. It's now we're getting off on a tangent. But, yeah, but so. um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people out there saying that, you know what, he took another franchise there and at his age. And he There's took all these yeah. kids and brought them up in L.A. and, and brought more fame and, There's and gonna be prestige to that. Viewpoints about it. You know. Prestigious franchise. But it's There's not, going to be detractors. Don't get right. me wrong. If he wins this championship, though, I say it's legitimate. Because of the fact that it's an even playing ground now. There's a lot of X factors that don't come into play that you see in a normal postseason which you're kind of going to miss. So it is under different circumstances, but it's still the best playing, the best at the best of their abilities. They don't and have to travel, though. Yeah. And there's also no fans in the stands no to affect any kind of... So if no anything, home cooking? Huh? No home cooking? <laughs> well, I don't know if they're getting home cooking. That's anyway. A, that's a thing, though. I believe I it. believe, yeah. I mean, I, I don't doubt it, but... yeah. It's taking out the X factors from the game and just putting skill against skill. And I honestly like that better. I think it makes it a more legitimate season than a regular season. See, I can't agree with that. I think emotion helps teams, helps the underdog beat the odds-on favorite. Yep. You I'll get these that. little guys who win because their fans are behind them. Because oh, don't get me wrong. I love that stuff. I right. think that is so much more fun. Right. But if you're talking skill versus skill, this is going to highlight that more in this championship, which means you got to earn it more here than, okay, maybe I'm going to get a little bit more lucky with this. Oh, our fans are going to bring us up. We're going to bring up that extra hype level, blah, 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 blah. I think those X factors make it more interesting. But what this postseason tournament might show is that it's, it's more pure. Pure skill against pure skill. See, and I, I, I can see the argument, the skill on skill, but I still don't know if we would be, A, seeing the best of people necessarily. Because would you agree that, let's say you and your buddies are just naturally super skilled at something, right? Uh, let's go rec league baseball, right? Your adult league baseball, Okay. <laughs> You're going to have your guys out there who are playing, whatever the case is, and they have, you know, there maybe a couple family members here and there, right? But now let's say they're same position, same teams, yada, yada, but now there's a whole stadium full of people around you. There are people who will play better because of that, right? Mm-hmm. And there are people who will play worse, but there are people who will play better because of that. Whether they know everybody in the stands or not, doesn't matter. And I believe that there are players in the NBA who are much the same. They play better when they feed off of a crowd. I don't think that's uncommon in sports as a whole. No, I agree. So I don't think that, A, we would necessarily be seeing the best of everybody, every play, every minute, whatever the case is. I can, I can see your point because, like, if you, if you come to the gym, le- le- like, let's just say lethargic, like, you're just, like, you're just not clocked in. It's right. Not, you know? And you get on that floor, you're still not clocked in. Like, 
Right. You know, it's, it, with that point, I can see it. Like, you're, you're not feeding off of the energy in the building. So you don't get the best. And maybe that's it? on the player a little bit for not, like, that's, yeah, that's definitely on being the player. able to get himself mm-hmm. there. Like, if you, can't, boom, if you can't get yourself mentally there to play a game, that's on you. But that does have an effect on the game. And then I, number two, we're also assuming that the rest of the X factors, the isolation, the all these things won't have some kind of mental effect on these guys and won't throw them off of their game too. That I, yeah, I yep. think, cause I mean, fuck, we spent how long at home and I fuck, I gouged my eyeballs out. It wasn't that bad, but like staying at home for that long was rough. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. And, and a lot of this, cause you know, there's as isolation. I, as I said, these guys aren't going to be able to go out and party. They're not going to be able to go out to a bar. They're not going to be able to well, see I mean, their family. It's not even that, but see their family. You know, like do their normal activities right. that they now, would be able to do. Some families allowed to come. I mean, some. They have families well, allowed to come. But are their families going to be quarantined also? Yes. Mm. They have to be part of the bubble. They have to quarantine for two weeks before going. If I if I understood right about the the NBA season, they're allowed to have their immediate families there, but they have to quarantine as well. I hope so. Yeah. But and, and I mean, these players are making enough money that these. These people don't have to go do to. anything else, really. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but and yeah. it's the summer right now. So, I mean, kids aren't going to school. And even when they do go back to school, it's probably remote anyway. Random off topic. It sounds like Abbott may be pushing school back another one. So, we may have an extra month. Yeah. Funny enough. Well. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. I, just, I don't know if we can assume that we're getting the best out of everybody. Yeah. No, we can't. Game. We can't assume. I can't. You know I mean? Yeah. I agree with that. So, skill and skill, maybe, but not the best. You know what I mean? Maybe not. But it's weird, man. It's going to be weird. It's just But you at least agree that it's probably a more even playing field. I can't even agree with that. I don't know no. if I can agree with that. Yeah. I just cuz again, a lot as of far it as right like now, health. As far as staying healthy, I, sure physically, okay. but the mental is my as far problem. As, as far as rest is concerned, that's that's fair. Yes. We have the rest s- it's a neutral site. But it's the mental aspect I'm yeah. more concerned about. You know what yeah. I mean? And granted, there are things that will happen during the postseason, like regular. You choke. It's the bright lights. It's oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's the it's the can you rest your mind? Can you relax? Can you be prepared? Can you with all these? Can you go like, to the gym ready to play? Right. That I question. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Plus, I think there's it's already a split between them if they even should or should not go play. Yeah. You know what I mean? They so, shouldn't. Florida is yeah. <laughs> making money. <laughs> yeah, they are. But yeah, that's another. Yeah, that's politics. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I I see it as a legitimate season just because they played the whole thing. Yeah, I cannot because it does not carry the same weight as a championship from in like a regular season. I mean, obviously, ask the players though. Ask you know. Well, yeah, I'm sure if you won, but again, if you but yeah. anyway, it didn't matter. You still on the legitimate side? Or did you flop over at him though? No. Well, I mean, when you put it that way, I mean, it's to them it's you legit. flop over. The circumstances <laughs> aren't the same. It's did them. you did you pull LeBron and flop? Oh, oh fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> it's still legitimate. Okay. I mean, I I can't agree with everything you're saying, but it, I think it's somewhat legitimate. Okay. Yes. Yeah. They're still finishing out a season. Yep. Regardless of what we may think they should or should not do, but whatever. Anyways, uh, that's all we got for today, right, boys? I think so, yeah. I believe so. Favorite thing of the week? Who wants to go first? I don't have one. 
Damn, dude, that's like two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row. So for me, uh, it would have to be the show of support um, that it would seem that all of NASCAR gave uh, Bubba Watson. Yeah, man. Yes. Uh, awesome. Recently, uh, there was a noose found in Bubba Watson or near Bubba Watson's uh, garage. No, it was in the garage. No, sorry, excuse me, in the garage. Um, Bubba Watson is the, from what I understand, the only African American yep. uh, NASCAR driver. Yep. Somebody put a noose in the garage. Um, and today, before the race, uh, again, we're doing this on the on the twenty second. I can't remember the name of the race. Talladega. Uh, Talladega. Oh, there you go. Uh, all of the uh, drivers, pit crew, garage guys, they all walked Bubba Watson up to the front, kind of in a show of support and solidarity. Actually, moved him to tears. He he, he became very emotional because of it. Yeah. Would understand. I mean, when everybody in your sport backs you, you know, it's 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 it's. That's got to be a good feeling. It's got to be a comforting feeling. Now, granted, I don't know who did it. It's I imagine it'd be hard to do, but whoever did it needs to get caught, and needs to face the fullest extent of whatever prosecution that can be thrown at them because that is there's no place for that in, the world. in my mind is unacceptable. It's, it's totally and completely unacceptable. Yeah. It's just un and it, kind of unbelievable to some degree. I mean, too. absolutely, like, dude. Absolutely. Fuck. Like. Like that, how, to go out of your way. I did. Anyway, anyway we're not a, we're not a political podcast, right? So, but yeah, no. The the show of support, the solidarity that all the NASCAR uh, uh, members showed to Bubba Watt was just is amazing. Uh, there's actually a somewhat sign of baseball, so that I guess that'll there be my go. favorite thing. Proud of you. The players sounds like the players want to play. There's a. It's it's a mess, but if we can at least get a somewhat of a season, I'll be happy. Sorry if I stole yours. No, you're good. Um, no, mine's more of a not a personal one, but like as far as sports goes, Yellow's Marble Run, Marble <laughs> League, <laughs> twenty two twenty has begun. Hell yeah. Sponsored by um, John Oliver, right? Last week tonight with John Oliver. Uh-huh. Yes, the whole season has Love been. That. Sponsored by him, and I am excited. You yeah. already had the qualifiers, the friendlies, and the opening ceremonies and first event uh, aired today. So, if you are bored and waiting for sports <laughs> to come back, <laughs> I need watch, or if you really, really, really wanted your <laughs> Summer Olympics, right? Watch the Marble League. Don't it used to be known Marble. as the Marble Olympics, by the way. Watch Marble League 2020. It, it's entertaining. Have you guys watched any of them yet? No. No. Oh, please do. Sorry. I I think you'd find them at least somewhat entertaining. Too busy being cool and shit. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck you. Friends. Watching. Uh, Yeah. Watching other things Mm -hmm. that are good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Kev. Uh, Happy Father's Day, Kev. Happy Father's Day, Kev. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Let's get out of here. Um, Thank you to Baseballism. Thank you to Brother. Thank you to Hanging Oak Studio. Thank you to you guys. Thank you to you, gentlemen. We are under very, very weird and strange circumstances. This, 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 these. Yeah, these past couple months, but we keep repeating it. Just be con- continue to be good out there. Be be smart. Wear your mask for the love of all that is good in this world. Wear your mask. It's not that hard. Just we're not a political podcast, guys. Sorry. I know y'all can't see us, but we're wearing. We masks. are having. We are six feet apart. We are indoors. We are all wearing masks. Just do uh, it. Just do it. Just even though we are friends with each other, we don't know where each other's has been. So we wear masks around each other. Because we don't want to spread it to our families. Do the same. Just please. Just, yeah, I have to work. Don't get me fucking sick. 
<laughs> I have a kid. Same, bro. And two parents near 70 at yeah. home. I don't want them to die. Wear yeah. a fucking mask. Get your shit you together. Idiots. If nothing else, do it for the people around you. Seriously. Anyways, we're sorry. We yeah. Just please be smart out there. It's it's we're not out of, we're no we're not out of the woods yet. This is cases are spiking in Texas. It's getting worse. It's getting, yeah. yeah. So um yeah, we're just not out of the woods yet. It's Don't, not a political statement. Just wear your mask. Just wear your mask. Just it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. Sorry, it's an inconvenience to you, but it's for the better of humanity. Anyways, we'll get out of here. Uh, thank you, boys. Be good to yourself. Be good to each other. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Also, guys, remember we do have an email. That email is doubleasportshow at gmail.com. Please feel free to write us in. Uh, How do you spell write it? to us. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> please feel free to write to us. Give us any comments, anything that you can think of, any questions that you may want answered. We'd be glad to throw that into the question of the week. Uh, you know, as well, guys, we, we'd love to have the, the, the feedback as well. We do have a Patreon. So if you guys like what we're doing, number one, spread the word. Number two, donate if you can, not asking. But please, you know, if you can help us fill out, like, live out our dream, that would be extraordinary. You know, we love doing this for you. Uh, but help is always appreciated. And as always, uh, watch out for your friends, live up to your word, carry your own weight, and please, please be smart out there. Whether it be laughing with your kids, having a cold room with friends, or listening to your favorite all sports podcasts. Enjoy the little things, guys. Later. Peace. See ya.